lime it's the basis the soil function you know maintaining soils at the correct ph brings many benefits most notably is nutrient supply it improves soil structure and improves soil health soil quality it also provides a favorable environment for soil life such as bacteria fungi earthworms by keeping the ph in that optimum zone it also brings environmental benefits so yes most definitely catch and there's big benefits benefits to applying lime Hello and welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and on this week's episode, I'm joined by Chagas Specialist Mark Plunkett to discuss the National Liming Programme launched by the Department of Agriculture, Food and the Marine recently. Mark, you're very welcome. Why is lime so important? Thanks, Catherine. Uh, yes, that's a that's a, an excellent question, Catherine. I look, lime it's the basis the soil function. You know, maintaining soils at the correct pH. You know, brings many benefits. Most notably is nutrient supply. It improves soil structure and improves soil health, soil quality. It also provides a favourable environment for soil life, such as bacteria, fungi, earthworms. Uh, and a, an enormous amount of small life that's that's in the soil. So by, by keeping the pH in that optimum zone, um, it also brings environmental benefits in terms of it increases nutrient efficiency, reduces the production of harmful gases such as nitrous oxide. Also, our soils are a major reservoir of soil carbon and we sequester quite significant amounts of carbon there on an annual basis. So yes, most definitely catch and there's big benefits benefits to applying lime and keeping soils in the, the targets in terms of the optimum um, for, for the main crops. Like for grassland, we talk about a pH of 6.3 plus where you want to get clover into the mix, we talk about a pH of 6.5 and for such crops as, as cereals again a pH of 6.5 and for sensitive crops such as beef or oil seeds, we talk about a pH of 6.5 to 6.8. You mentioned there for optimum for grassland is 6.3 mark. Can you quantify what are the limitations to grass growth and the nutrient usage by having a soil pH of say 5.5 versus the optimum 6.3? Well, again, you know, a pH of 5.5 is quite acidic. Those soils will have a, you know, a large lime requirement and, and cor- correcting that pH in a grassland situation brings many benefits in terms, as I was saying there, it provides a, a nice environment for, for the bugs, the earthworms to work. Um, like, for example, we can grow an extra 10 to 20% more grass. You might ask, Catherine, where does that extra grass production come from? And it, again, it comes from an active soil, a biologically active soil, you know, good soil structure, um, you know, um, like, you know, we, we can release or mineralize up to 80 kilograms of nitrogen per hectare and that grows the extra grass. We also can lift our soil P levels from liming alone. That the, the phosphorus is more available. We also use applied nutrients more efficiently, like take chemical fertilizer, chemical phosphorus, potassium, which are all now very, very expensive. So like our soils are a, a massive resource of nutrients, Catherine. Like, they, like, like, you know, there's only a small amount of them uh, being available uh, annually. Like we're fishing in a very small pool in terms of N, P and K. But by getting the pH right, we increase the biological activity and we increase the availability of those nutrients in terms of, of growing more grass and being more efficient with apl- applied nutrients. And where are beef farmers when it comes to applying lime nationally, Mark? You know, based on the, the most recent um, soil National Soil Fertility Report, um 
you know, over the last three to four years, we have seen pH levels declining on, on beef farms. Currently, there's somewhere around 57% of soils below the optimum pH of 6.3. And as I say, back in 19, that was 43%. So there has been a decline over the last number of years. Um, look, you might ask the question, why? Like may- maybe, you know, maybe look, there's a transition there between environmental schemes and um, soil sample numbers um, ha- have decreased um on on the beef side of the house um now a lot of those farms have been resampled in i suppose the last um 6 to 12 months so you know the information is now there on farm for people to act and and spread lime and, and get back up to that target ph of 6.3 to 6.5 on grassland farms we're after a very wet period and we see fertilizer prices are still very high when is the best time to apply lime yeah, look, I suppose the weather we've had there in the last, I suppose, um, week or 10 days, you know, soils have, 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 got, have got wet and are not as trafficable as they were, say, in, in the month of February. February was a super month uh, for spreading lime. But, but Catrin, look, you can spread lime any day of the year, provide the weather and the soil conditions are right and you're not interfering with livestock. You know what I mean? You know, say once paddocks are grazed out is a, is a perfect time to get lime out when paddocks are bare, you know, after first cut silage, after second cut silage, if you're receding, you know, nearly any day of the year, um, you, can, you can spread lime here in this country. That's great, Mark. And I suppose there's always confusion around the issue of spreading lime and applying fertilisers such as protected urea or compound fertilisers like Tintin 20 or 18612. What advice have you for applying lime and protected urea or compound fertilisers? Good news as regards protected urea, there's there's no issue with protected urea and, and lime because the, the coating on the protected urea protects the, the granule, it regulates the pH, so there's no issues with volatilization. Now with unprotected urea, there is like, you know what I mean, that, you know, if we spread lime, we must wait a, a minimum of three months. Uh, between liming and spreading protected urea and I suppose the alternative there is to apply the protected urea first or sorry apply the ordinary urea first wait 10 days when the the urea has stabilized and the conversion has happened in the soil uh, of urea to ammonium and then you can spread your lime as regards the likes of 18612 there's no issue 10 10 20 no issue um Catherine you know as regards timing uh, with respect to lime the only issue really is with regard to silage ground and applying lime. Yeah, for silage ground, like we like to have a minimum of three months between, uh, you know, between um, closing for silage. Uh, you know, three months we'd like to have, you know what I mean? Like at, at this stage now, the horse has bolted, like you're probably best wait until after your first cut silage if you're not taking a, a second cut of silage. Mark, the National Liming Programme was launched recently. Can you tell me about it? Yes, uh, very, very welcomed. The, the National Liming Programme for 2023 was launched by Minister McConnellogue there on, on the 15th of March. Uh, there's a, a nice fund there of, of 8 million. And again, it's, it's good that there's a national recognition of the importance of soil fertility in terms of profitable and sustainable farming um, and also to help farmers offset the cost of, of liming. Like, you know, it's, it's well recognised that, you know, lime has a, as I was saying, it's a, it's a key nutrient, very important to get it right to ensure good soil health, good soil function. Um, and again, in terms of the road that we're on, in terms of using nutrients more efficiently, reducing our use of, of, of chemical fertilizer, you know, like most definitely lime, you know, has a key role to play 
as regards the place we are um, at this point in time. How do farmers qualify to apply for the scheme, Mark? In terms of, of qualification, so again, uh, you must, uh, you know, once you've submitted a, a basic payment application in 22 or you're submitting a basic income support for sustainability, a BIS application in 23, you're eligible to apply. Again, you know, you'll get approval from the department. Um, also, you must purchase lime from a licensed quarry by the Department of Agriculture and you must have up-to-date soil analysis as well, you know, samples that are taken in, in the last four years to, to guide you and see how much lime is recommended or is, or is needed. Um, you know, so they will be some of the, the key bits of information, Catherine. And once the farmer applies, what's the payment rate that they're allowed? There's, a, there's 16 euros per tonne. And again, there's a minimum um, of, of 10 tonnes up to a maximum of 200 tonnes where you would be eligible to get the, the 16 euros per tonne uh, incentive for uh, applying ground limestone. For farmers that's interested, Mark, how do they go about applying for the programme? Again, they can they can apply themselves on, on, on agfood.ie or they can talk to their advisor and, and get an application in. Um, you know, and again, in terms of the scheme was opened up on the 15th of March and it's open till the 20th of April. So, again, you know, there's roughly a month there still. So I, I would encourage all farmers out there, um, you know, to look at their side test results, see how much lime they need, talk to their advisor and get their application in and, and go from there. And you mentioned, Mark, the benefits of applying lime with increased grass growth and increased nutrient availability. What's the possible financial return for applying lime now that the lime program is there? In terms of, of the payback, like we were saying, anywhere in the region of a ton to up to two tons per hectare in terms of extra grass dry matter production. Um, and look, you're looking at a payback. You know, if you take, say, a ton of dry matter valued at, say, 100 euros uh, per ton, um, take lime costing 30 euros per ton, for example. So the payback there is three is to one. So for every you know euro you spend on lime, you're getting a payback of up to three euros in extra grass production. So it's a very good return on investment in terms of getting your pHs right, along with all the other benefits. That's great. Thanks very much, Mark. Thanks. Thanks, Catherine. That's all for this week's episode. And my thanks to Mark for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our Beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.